Recently, I've tried utilizing something I hadn't used in years for my lyric writing, and that's a good old-fashioned pen and paper. This, honestly, is something that surprises me because, well, I've made pretty good use of technology and really my entire songwriting process more and more over time. And while I still stand by the idea that there are tons and tons and tons of benefits to writing songs with a computer, whether that is utilizing something like Google Drive when it comes to lyrics or utilizing your recording software of choice when you are writing the music of your song, I have found that Interestingly enough, I think there are some benefits to going back and doing some analog lyric writing once again with good old-fashioned pen and paper. And hey, maybe it's something that if you haven't done in a while, you should revisit too. Let's talk about it. Hello, friend. Welcome to another episode of the Songwriter Theory Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Joseph Adala. Honored that you would take some time out of your busy week, out of your busy month, whatever's going on in your life, the fact that you are willing to set some time aside to talk about songwriting at all, that you care enough about the craft of songwriting, means a lot to me. The fact that you specifically chose this podcast, of course, means even a little bit more because, of course, there are other options out there. I appreciate that you chose to spend this time with me. This is going to be a bit of a different episode because, well, I feel like o- over time, I've talked a lot about how computers can can really help the modern songwriter. And I'm a huge believer in really throughout the entire songwriting process, how much computers can help us as songwriters. I always thought it was a little bit weird that it felt like overall songwriters were either overly analog, old school, like must sit with a guitar, no electronic devices, pen and paper you know, writing by lamplight or something, uh, or they are just straight up like EDM producers where literally everything is on the computer. And I thought that as songwriters, we had something to gain and to learn from those who were leveraging computers more in people like EDM producers. And I certainly still stand by that. But I'd realized recently, uh, I started reading a book uh, called Deep Work by Cal Newport. And realized, and this is going to be our our first point here, jumping right in, that I oftentimes, when writing with a computer, get distracted constantly. So first reason why I'm trying analog lyric writing again is for distraction-free writing. Because in today's world, it's so hard to have an extended period of uninterrupted and undistracted work. How long on average do you think you go without looking at your phone? Like ballpark. Is it 10 minutes? Are you in a state where if it's half an hour and you haven't touched or opened your phone, you kind of like freak out like, oh, where's my phone? Because I think a lot of us are somewhere on that spectrum. Some may be worse than others, but... Regardless, we're not used to being truly disconnected. And yet studies have shown over and over that, you know, minor distractions even, just opening your phone for just one video is going to end up wasting way more time 
than the duration of the distraction itself. Because they disrupt us from ever getting to a flow state, from ever getting to, to go back to the Cal Newport concept, deep work. And really, where we find flow state, which is where we are working most efficiently and doing our best work, we really need to be distraction-free. And it's so easy to just say when we're writing on a computer, oh, I'll just check one email. Let me just watch one video for a break. And beyond the problem that half the time that turns into 10 emails or the email reminds you about, I don't know, some subscription service you have and you're like, oh, I need to cancel that. I shouldn't have subscription services or whatever it might be. It's so easy for it to evolve on us. So the value of getting to deep work is massive. We get way more done in way less time which, in other words, we're way more efficient, which, especially for most of us who probably don't have, you know, 10 hours a day to dedicate to songwriting, being efficient is incredibly important. Beyond the fact that even if you had all the time in the world, and even if time was a resource that we could get back, rather than what it is, which is the only uh, completely limited resource we have, Right, there's really really nothing we can do about that. We're going to live more or less uh, 80 years if we're lucky. And, you know, you just, it's, it's a non-renewable resource, right? You can always make more money. You can't always add more time. So even if we did have all day, efficiency is <laughs> is huge, right? It means that we can write better songs in a year. And if we release one album every year or one EP every year, if our efficiency while songwriting during that year was higher, probably we're going to end up with more songs based on the efficiency. So almost definitely we'll end up with more songs. And the more songs we wrote due to higher efficiency, probably we're going to end up with better songs. Because if the quality stays the same, but the efficiency is up, so now we write you know 30 pretty good songs instead of 20 pretty good songs, probably the top 10 songs from a pool of 30 pretty good songs is going to be better than from 10. So the beauty of writing with a notepad and no technology in arm's reach is you have nothing to pull your attention away, nothing to tempt you into just one more video. And I've noticed for myself that the hardest part of the lyric writing process for me, specifically when it comes to distractions and just putting in the work is the step of lyric writing, which if you're familiar with my six-step lyric writing checklist, that is step three. So a lot of the other steps actually almost rely on a computer. So for example, thesaurus.com is a huge part of iterative lyric editing. And you know that requires a computer. Could you use a physical thesaurus? Yes, but it's going to be more limited. It will probably have fewer results in it, and it's going to take a lot more time. So I do think a large part of the lyric writing process overall still can be done on a computer. I'm certainly not in this episode arguing for taking the whole lyric writing process and going full analog pen and paper. But I have found that for that third step, the step of lyric writing, which if you want to grab the, the six-step checklist, songwritetheory.com slash lyric checklist. But for this third step, which is where we're actually writing lyrics, where I encourage you not to write a first draft 
because usually a first draft is a is is about as long as your final draft. If you have a first draft of a three page paper in a school back in the day, you probably wrote a first draft that had about three pages. When it comes to songwriting, I'm a big fan of at least 10 to 1. So if your song's lyrics end up being about one page in length, you should have probably written at least 10 pages worth of lyrics to get to some of your best stuff. And then from there, iterate over that, keep making it better and better until you have your final lyrical result. But anyway, for that step of lyric writing, which is the point at which you've done some of the development work that we talk about in step one is idea gathering. Step two is is brainstorm sheet and, and related words document, do, doing all the development. So it's really, really it's lyric development in step two. But for that third step where we, you know, we've already collected sort of the, the images that really evoke the feeling of the song or maybe even straight up represent the symbolism we're going to use in the song. We've done some prose writing to sort of flesh out our ideas without the pressure of writing something that is lyrical in nature without writing, you know, the, pr- the pressure of like, oh, I'm writing poetry and I got to rhyme and I have to have the right meter. No, 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 just straight up prose writing. After we've done that, taking just a pen and paper and doing your lyric writing there where you don't have distractions, where you have nothing in the back of your mind saying, oh, 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 you, you, you could just click to, to another video. You, you could just check on Facebook if anybody does that anymore or Twitter, I guess would be uh, a more, more modern thing that people actually are on and check. Um, the beauty beyond just the fact that you don't have distractions in arm's reach for at least me is that I find myself inherently less distracted with pen and paper simply because my brain knows it doesn't really have any other option but to write. I can write or stare at the wall. And comparing that to the option of I can write or I can watch another video or I can, uh, you know, go, I don't know, check my budget on mint.com or I'm not sponsored. I don't know why I said mint.com like it was a, like it was a plug. <laughs> but... um you know, whatever it is, I find that sometimes on a computer, just the back of your mind has this idea that, oh, I could just click over here and I'm already in a web browser. I I could maybe you're into video gaming. So maybe you're tempted by the idea that like, oh, I could bring up, I don't know, Rocket League or the newest Star Wars game. But let me ask you, do you struggle with this? Do you find yourself sometimes on YouTube or social media or if you're a Star Wars nerd like me, Wikipedia? or an NFL nerd like me, and sometimes uh, I will find myself researching past playoff history back in like the 80s and 70s because, well, I wasn't alive then. So even though I'm pretty pretty in the know with NFL in the last 20 years, uh, well, more like 25 to 28 years, uh, I know very little about before outside of the big stuff like Super Bowls and things. But whatever it is, right? Do you, do you find yourself distracted sometimes while you're trying to write lyrics at the computer? Or do you find yourself just inherently more distracted at a computer simply because your brain knows that it has other options? Or maybe you haven't necessarily noticed that you do that, but you do find that you write day after day and realize you aren't actually making much in the way of progress. So it might be time. It might be time. Take out a notepad, 
And at least for that lyric writing step, where you are writing page after page after page of lyrics that you know most of them are going to be garbage, that's okay. We'll take the best stuff we come up with, and then we will iterate over that until we make it great. But for the lyric writing step, we are not concerned about good. We want it to have roughly the right syllables, roughly the right meter, even that. Not a huge deal because we can tweak that in the lyric editing, iterative lyric editing stage. But it might be time to bring out that pen and paper. Another reason why I'm trying it out. Specifically, the lyric writing step is not benefited by technology. So I alluded to this before, but of the six steps I go through to write lyrics, there are some other steps that greatly benefit from technology. For example, the second step, where it's really developing the lyrical idea. I use something I, I use uh, Google image search in order to find art that is evocative of the feel or vibe of the song, as well as sometimes straight up the symbolisms. It's best if I can find something that's all of it, right? If I can find a piece of art that literally utilizes the symbolism that I want to use that's central to the song. For example, the song I'm working on, it's called, well, I'm basically done with it, but it's called Here Until uh, Here Until You Leave. And one of the central imageries is is a sunset and a sailboat. Uh, well, I guess the sailboat's not really central. It's in my head, but but the central part really is the 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 sunset and then on the ocean, and that there are boats, whether it's a sailboat or not, is you know that's what it is in my head. So from there, I actually found pieces of art that have the exact vibe of the song, this sort of combination of beauty, but some sadness to it, like something is coming to an end, but it was a beautiful thing, which is exactly sort of the feel that I want the song to have. It sort of has this grandiose, but element of tragedy. So I found art that was that, but also was an ocean and a, a single sailboat and a sunset. So it's the perfect mix of everything, right? But I, I just right-click on the image, hit copy, and then put it in a Google Doc, right? So now I don't, I don't have to go refind it. I don't need links to go see it. I literally, in my Google Doc for my brainstorm sheet, have the images that evoke the feeling of the song. So it's easy for me to dive right back into that headspace. So that's a step that is greatly assisted by technology because... How else would I do that? I guess I could print out the pictures, assuming I actually have a printer at home that works and is color printing. But even that, right? Like, what am I going to do with it? Put it in a folder? I guess I could do that. But realistically, the easiest way is just utilizing technology and using Google Docs. But, and then I already mentioned how for iterative lyric editing, specifically using a thesaurus or thesaurus.com is a huge part of that, uh, especially when we are simply iterating over each word to see if we can upgrade the word, see if we can take a word like want, which is fairly pedestrian and boring, and then, you know, find a better word like crave, wish, or desire. But when it comes to just the lyric writing step, really it isn't benefited by technology. Of the six steps, this third step 
is 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 really just something that doesn't utilize online tools. Sure, I utilize online tools in that I traditionally have written all of these lyrics in Google Docs, but there's nothing special that Google Docs gets me that that makes it so that I had to do that. It's not like with the brainstorm part of songwriting where, you know, I'm actually storing Google image. You, you know, you can't store a Google image on a, on a notepad or a notebook. So, and sure, it's, it's always nice to have Google Drive keep every line we've ever written, but even that we could just copy it over later, right? Because yeah, maybe I will end up wanting to still have every single lyric I ever wrote in case maybe I do want to rework the second verse, maybe I get to recording and I'm like, you know what, this just isn't working. Let me see if there was another version that I liked better that I could then iterate on again and build out into a better second verse than the one I currently have. And for sure, it can be nice to actively look at our brainstorm and related word sheets while we write. But we can easily print them off or we could screencast them to a TV in the area or we could even have it up on the computer, but go so far as to unplug our mouse and keyboard so that we aren't tempted, or at least we can't make good on our temptation to get on social media, watch videos, whatever it might be that's distracting us. But overall, what's most important is that we fleshed out our ideas already and likely have in our heads where we want to go with the song. So oftentimes it can certainly be helpful to actively look at the images, but if we've really fleshed out our brainstorm sheet and our related word sheet, oftentimes we already have some of that stuff in our head and it can be fine to not have them right in front of us. Although I do still think it's beneficial, in which case we can print them out or do any of the other things that I just mentioned. But overall, I think there's a trade-off here because I think there's value in having the pictures and prose writing and related words readily available to utilize in our lyric writing. Uh, but I also think that sometimes we can find ourselves just staring at those otherwise helpful resources rather than actually making progress. So I've settled on the idea that maybe the best way to go, at least for a little while, is to compromise and have a bit of both. Because there's a lot of reasons why I went all technology for years at this point when it comes to songwriting. Just like there's a reason that I moved away from writing lyrics first in my songwriting. I used to literally write a, a song as if it were a poem first and then put it to music. Poetry put to music, epitomized. And over time, that process changed, evolved. I tried different ways and eventually settled on the current way that I write songs, which tends to be very music first, even though I do think lyrics are very, very, very important. Long story short, I feel that overall writing great lyrics is more in the editing process anyway. So saving lyrics for last, as long as you're willing to put the time into it, I think you can have equally as good lyrics that you wrote after you wrote music uh, as, as what that would be if you started with lyrics. I don't feel the same way about music. I think it's a lot harder to put poetry to music and have the music be just as good as if you started with the music. Uh, it's probably going to depend on your skill set, uh, so that might not be true for everyone, but for me, that was true. But whenever we move away from, from, a, from a process and into a new process, I think it's always good to revisit the old one and make sure that we haven't maybe gone too far the other way. Maybe it does still have value. Maybe we totally stopped doing it, but it did have some value. So to take 
songwriting styles, for instance. You know, it may be the case that, yes, overall, it is a better songwriting style for me to start with the music. But that doesn't mean that sometimes it's the right call for me to actually start with a poem. Because sometimes that might work better. And it might be that for me, 90% of the time, I should start with music first. And then only 10% of the time, start with lyrics. And for you, it might be the opposite. But I do think it's important to not just write something off and never revisit it. And I, I used to start songs literally by writing lyrics or writing poetry in notepads. And since then, I've completely moved away from it. So this is sort of a, you know what, let's try some of that again. Maybe there was some benefit to that. Maybe a hybrid approach is better, or maybe I might do it for a few weeks and it will, you know, then sort of run its course and I'll go back to the way that I've been doing it with largely relying on computers. But for now, because the lyric writing step isn't really benefited by technology, I'm trying it in notepads. And one of the reasons I'm trying it in notepads, beyond what we've talked about already, is I also find that sometimes there's just something about writing with pen and paper. It's something that feels inherently more creative to me about sitting with a pen and paper than sitting in front of a computer. And I think I feel more this way when it comes to writing words than music. But certainly, at least in the last week or so that I have been testing this out and going back to writing lyrics in notepads, I found that there's something about, you know, sitting at a desk or laying in bed with a lamp on or whatever it is, and just pen and paper. There's something about that that just, right now, at least, just feels better to me than the more sterile process that sometimes it it sometimes feels like when, you know, you're in front of your computer, and in my case, I have three screens, uh, and and it, it almost turns into too much science, not enough creative, I think is sometimes how it starts to feel. And songwriting is always going to be a blend of both. I think all art is that way. Uh, there's always going to be the temptation to either say, oh, it's all just creative. You can do whatever you want, and there's no rules, and there's no anything, which is ridiculous. That's not the case. I mean, you technically can do whatever you want, but it's almost definitely not going to be good if you have no respect for rules. Uh, and before you tell me, no, there's no rules, tell me something. How many songs have you written that don't have a chorus? My guess is none <laughs> or very few. Uh, although you definitely should try doing that because having songs that don't have choruses can, can be an interesting way to go sometimes. But regardless, sometimes people get upset about the idea that like, oh, creativity isn't just like this pure just do whatever you want, man, type thing. But it's, it's not. And we all know it's not. It, 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 or we would know if we thought about it for more than five seconds, right? You can't, you can't have a story be anything. You can't write a book that just has like a million different characters, no real storyline, no real plot, and it's just people doing things. Like, nobody would like that book. Nobody would like that book. Uh, and so, certainly, you know, once in a while, maybe there's an exception, but for the most part, you know, there are certain rules of storytelling, there's certain rules of music, and it doesn't mean that those can't be broken, but usually they should be broken intentionally. Anyway, I will get off that soapbox for a second, but I don't know if you feel the same way, 
about the writing with pen and paper. I don't even know if I feel this way long term. I just know in the past week I've felt this way. Which leads me to sort of the the central idea of this, which is sort of me saying, hey, you know what? I'm going back to trying analog lyric writing with pen and paper, and maybe it will benefit you too. So if you also have been someone that has sort of just totally given in to utilizing software and utilizing computers or technology in general for your songwriting process, Maybe it is time for all of us to take a step back and at least try, retry again to see if maybe we can have some elements of the songwriting process not in front of a computer where maybe we won't be as distracted. We can get to deep work. We can really get into a flow state because we have nothing to distract us. We can get some boost almost from just writing with pen and paper or just sitting there with our acoustic guitar, whatever it might be. All to say that I'm going to be for at least a few weeks here, really diving into a dedication to every day spending some time writing with pen and paper, specifically lyrics. And my challenge to you is for you to try it too, because it it, it might be that, you know, we've over-dedicated ourselves, over-invested into the technological benefits and totally lost maybe some of the benefits that writing analog might actually have. And regardless whether it turns out for me and you and we stick with it, I think it's worth trying because it might just be the case that there are steps of this process that would be better off if we kept them analog, if we didn't do them with a computer. And if so, we should be willing to go back, to go back to writing with pen and paper, if that's what works better. And I don't know if it's going to work better long-term. All I know is right now, it is working. Right now, it is helping me deal with distractions. It is helping me achieve deep work in a way that sometimes I struggle with on a computer because there's so many distractions. And maybe it will help you too. So that's my challenge for you, as it is for myself as well, which is to dedicate time this week. I'm going to try to do at least half an hour every single day of just lyric writing in a notebook or notepad. If you want to reduce yours to 15 minutes or something, totally fine. It's up to you, right? You don't even have to listen to this at all. Maybe you already write in notepad and instead one of your least favorite things that I recommended was uh, making use of technology in the songwriting process. Maybe you never uh, were with me, were with me on that. So if anything, you feel vindicated in this moment, um, which again, I'm not saying that we should abandon technology. I'm not even saying we should abandon technology for the lyric writing process, simply perhaps this one step of it. And even that, really, I'm just trying it out. We'll see. We'll see how this turns out. Recently, it's been going well. It's been going well. So, If you have been a person that's been utilizing technology, put it away. Don't use it this week. Try to dedicate yourself to lyric writing time, pen and paper, no distractions. See what happens. See what happens. Maybe we'll get some great results this week. Maybe we'll get some great results for the next month. Maybe we will change our songwriting process around again 
to have the lyric writing step of the lyric writing checklist be something that we do with pen and paper forevermore. Or maybe we will end up doing it for a month. It will be helpful and then it will stop being as helpful. And then we go back to the computer or maybe best of all, we will learn to not be distracted with the computer. Maybe we should use airplane mode. I don't know. But regardless, I know this was a bit of a different episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Anyway, hopefully it was helpful to you and gave you food for thought. Regardless, even though it is certainly (laughs) unconventional compared to usual, if you're new here, uh, this is not what most episodes are like. Sometimes we dive into music theory concepts. Sometimes we dive into other ideas uh, and philosophies on, you know, how to write a song or advice on how to tackle songwriting, songwriting processes, all sorts of things. This is definitely unconventional, but hopefully it was helpful. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate every single one of you. Again, if you haven't already, be sure to check out my six-step lyric writing checklist, songwritertheory.com slash lyric checklist. Totally free. Walks through the six steps that I go through. Very simple. Breaks it down into smaller steps that are more easily completable. Helps make lyric writing way less overwhelming. And overall, will help you go from an idea all the way to a lyric that you feel like you can be very proud of rather than I feel like what often happens with lyrics, which is sort of feeling like, eh, it's okay. I kind of want to just like ignore and be done with the lyric because frankly, I'm a little bit embarrassed by it, but I love the music. So let's just sort of ignore the lyrics, which I feel like a lot of people seem to have that attitude. They probably wouldn't actually say it out loud, but you can kind of tell. Right. There are a lot of songwriters that are like, oh, yeah, don't read my lyrics. They're not meant to be read. Like, well, okay, well, (laughs) then that means you probably don't like your lyrics very much if that's the case. So anyway, that sounds like you. Songwritertheory.com slash lyric checklist. Next week, we will be talking about more conventional things. Once again, I try to not have too many unconventional episodes in a row. I know you're here for some hard skills on learning songwriting. And I want to respect that, but I do think that there's value in sometimes talking about things that are a little bit outside of that. So next week, we're going to be talking about three things that we should probably stop worrying about as songwriters, things that get in the way of our songwriting that we probably shouldn't let get in our way. And then the week after will probably be an episode on an overview of musical keys, what they are how to use them, sort of a back to basics. So especially if you're new to the podcast, it would be helpful to you. For some of you who are veterans, you probably already will know basically everything in that episode, but reviewing fundamentals is never a bad thing. Thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you in the next one.